Yo, what's going on, my good people? Welcome to episode number two of We Gonna See 23, a show where I break down all six divisions of the National Basketball Association, talking about all 30 teams. The first episode covered the Pacific Division, so if you want to get my thoughts and opinions on everything that is Pacific Division, go ahead and check out the previous episode. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Southeast Division. A division that was won by the Miami Heat and was a Jimmy Butler shot away from being the Eastern Conference representative in the NBA Finals once again. From DeJounte Murray being a member of the Atlanta Hawks to the Washington Wizards going out and re-signing Bradley Bill. In addition to bringing in Kristaps Porzingis in the NBA during the NBA trade deadline. And he's going to have a full season to get himself acclimated to that Washington offense. And who knows, Washington could be the surprise team in this division. You have teams such as the Orlando Magic, who made the first pick in the draft and selected Pablo Boncaro. And last but not least, the Charlotte Hornets. They have one of the better point guards in the league in the mellow ball. But they did lose Miles Bridges, who is currently going through some pretty serious accusations and more than likely probably will not see an NBA basketball team this season. So sit back, relax. You already know the vibes. If you're on the road, turn, turn it up, up a little, little louder. louder. If you at home chilling with the wife and children, go ahead and send them to the mall with your credit card and turn me up a little louder in the home because I'm getting ready to say some things that you may or may not like about your favorite team. Sit back, relax, and let's get into this NBA season preview of the Southeast Division. Let's get it. Now we're looking at the Southeast Division, and, and Miami, of course, is the is the is the team to beat. A lot of the a lot of the turnover hasn't happened in Miami. I mean, a lot of the guys are still there. They did lose PJ Tucker, but I mean. Okay, we got to look at this team and this team isn't I mean, they're depending on Kyle Lowry. They brought him in. He was supposed to be in that final piece for Miami to win a championship. And he didn't really turn out to be that. And now he's a little older. Can Tyler Hero, can he assert himself a little more defensively? I mean, we know what he is offensively. We know he's a killer offensively. He's a guy who can get his shot in multiple different ways. But can he amass some of that energy that he puts on his offensive game and put it into some defense and he can be one of them guys that can be he can be a starter atlanta is one of them intriguing teams you won't have two point guards in the backcourt i mean you can't play trey off the ball with dejounte murray but i just wonder how that move is just going to affect dejounte because dejounte had the freedom at will to do whatever rebound pass all that when he was with san antonio now he kind of has to share the rebounder responsibilities with guys like Clint Capella and John Collins. Has to share the playmaking ability with Trey Young. Has to share the scoring ability with the Trey Young and John Collins. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of player that DeJounte Murray is going to be. Charlotte is just it's sad, man. I mean, they do have LaMelo Ball. And they do have Rozier, and they got Gordon Hayward. But, I mean, outside of really LaMelo and maybe Rozier, what more do you really have? I mean, it's just a lot to really think about when you look at Charlotte. And this is a team that was a play-in team last year. 
But all things considered, I mean, if they don't make any significant moves going forward during the season, I just think this is a team that's probably going to fall off. When you look at the Wizards, they got a full-time commitment from Bradley Beal. A lot of people felt that he should have been uh, looking to go somewhere else, but he decided to stay true to Washington. Shout out to him. And they have some solid pieces. They have some solid pieces. They traded KCP. They got Will Barton and they got Monte Morris, who's a solid, solid point guard. Will Barton is a solid, solid off-ball player who can handle the ball and do other things. You brought Chris Stops in last trade deadline, and the expectation is for him to be even better. Now that he has a, a full training camp, he's going to get some more games to learn the system that Washington runs. So Washington is one of the teams with Kyle Kuzma low-key there. This is one of the teams that could potentially surprise a lot of people in the Southeast. They could be that one team. There's always that one team that just kind of comes out of nowhere and just it, it shocks everybody. And Washington could be that team. It's going to be interesting to see. And Orlando, they have a lot. They have a lot of good pieces. Uh, a lot of good young pieces that that they can they can they can they can do some stuff with when you look at anthony and suggs and then you look at the the wagner the wagner brothers mo bamba you got Boncaro, you got wendell carter you got guys like ball ball like they have a lot of okiki they have a lot of young pieces there and it's gonna be interesting to see like how it all comes together look i think the the best offseason it has to go to it has to go to atlanta I mean, they got one of the better two-way two-way guards in the league in DeJounte Murray. Takes a lot of pressure off of Trey Young. Then you get guys like uh, Frank, got Frank the Tank Kaminsky in the trade. You get Aaron Holiday, who's a pretty good emergency point guard in the, in the event that something happens to one of your two main guards. I think what Atlanta did and kind of solidifying themselves as a team that's really going to want to compete. I just think that they had the best offseason of all the teams in the Southeast Division. The Hornets, man. I mean, whether it was the stuff you were seeing on social media or the Miles Bridges incident or the Montrez Harrell incident with the marijuana and all of that, like it was just, it was so much going on in Charlotte to the point where it's just like you look at this team now i mean you just you just don't know they could be possibly looking to blow this thing up because when it, it's just it's just way too much there i just don't see charlotte being that great of a team this year personally just with everything that's going on and you know they lost a lot of key pieces they made they lost more than what they acquired so i just don't see charlotte being that good of a team Players that have to step up this year, man. You can look at Miami's roster and you can you can pick one. Just pick one. Duncan Robinson signed a big bag the previous uh, offseason. Like he he got his money. I don't know what happened this year, but I mean his shot just it just it fell off to the point where like he wasn't even on the floor at like critical times when they needed him. And you combine that with the fact that he doesn't play defense and when he's out on the court, it's whoever offense on Duncan Robinson. If your one, if your one skill is to shoot threes and you're not doing that, combine that with the fact that you're not playing defense, 
it just it, it makes that signing just look that much crazier. Everybody has bad years. Go to the gym, go to the lab, work on your game, work on certain things that you may have struggled with the previous season. Come back this year, and I feel like you can you can do what you do. For players that I think is going to struggle, I talked about Orlando, and I talked about all of the pieces that they have. They have so many pieces, right? I think Cole Anthony is going to be the one that's going to kind of fall out of favor. I don't know why I think that. I just think he's going to be that. He's going to be the eye man out. Look, Markel Foss was the first overall pick. Just off him being the first overall pick, in my personal opinion, I feel like you have to give him his opportunity to showcase himself as being a number one pick especially for a team in Orlando that's not expected to contend for uh, one of the six playoff spots or even none of them playing spots. They're building towards the future. I think initially he's going to be one of the two starting guards for the team, but I think Markel is going to be coming with such ferocity and such anger to the point where they ain't going to have no choice but to play him. And I think once they play him more and get less to call, I just think that Cole Anthony is going to fall off with a little more. He's going to fall off a little more than what everybody else will. So I'll say Cole Anthony is going to probably be the one in the struggles this year. NBA League pass worthy team in the Southeast Division. I think it's probably going to have to be Atlanta. Now, you probably could say Charlotte because of Lomelo Ball, but I just see that just being one ball of a mess. Not insane. Atlanta is just one of them teams. I mean, like I said, you bring in DeJounte Murray, you make a, a big trade like that. I just think that everybody's going to want to see how it works. It, it's, still, it's still pieces there that you can get excited about to watch. Clint Capella's there. But Trey Young, he's going to be the guy that everybody's probably going to want to watch. Just his ability to score and play make. Atlanta is going to be that team. Miami is just one of them teams that they're old and, you know, their style of basketball isn't something that I'm just going to want to tune in and watch play. The Wizards, they can be exciting, but something tells me that Porzingis isn't going to stay healthy for a consistent amount of time. And Orlando, they're going to be exciting, but it's going to be a lot of games where they're going to be losing by double digits. And I think people don't want to see double digit losses. I know I don't. So. <laughs> Let's get into the uh, awards and uh, the records. Most valuable player for the Southeast Division is going to be Jimmy Butler. Rookie of the year is going to be Pablo Boncaro. Six man of the year because I just don't think he's going to do enough to earn a starting spot is going to be Tyler Hero. Most improved player is going to be Markel Fultz, and Coach of the Year is going to be Eric Spolster. Oh, and I'm sorry, Defensive Player of the Year is going to be Bam Adebayo. Now, records. I have the Miami Heat winning the Southeast Division at 55 and 27. Atlanta is going to come in with a record of 49 and 33. The Wizards are going to come in with a record of 40 and 42. The Hornets are going to be 34 and 48. And the Orlando Magic is going to be the last place team in the division with a record of 29 and 53. And that has been my season preview of the Southeast Division. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me if you got this far in the episode. 
If you agree or disagree with what I'm saying, please let me know. I would love to hear what you have to say about your team and why they are going to be better or worse than what I initially proved them to be. Next up on my season preview, we are going to go to the Southwest Division and we're going to talk about the teams in the Southwest Division. We're looking at Dallas, we're looking at San Antonio, we're looking at New Orleans, Houston, and the Grizzlies. And this is Tyrone Smith, and I will holler at y'all next episode.